That's you know who I don't trust are people who eat muffins starting at the bottom, or these assholes who wear Crocs and socks. Seen a guy this weekend out in Crocs and socks. Crocs and socks. I don't know. Peanut wears sandals and socks. Who? Socks and sandals. Sandals Sand, and sand, socks. 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 Sandals. Sandals, sandals and socks. socks. Just in so case anyone missed it. Ridiculous. We wrote that song a few years ago for a church comedy show. Large <laughs> oh, energy. Put in your booby rocks. Live your best life. Keep doing you. Jones. <laughs> Too much science. <laughs> oh man. All right, Jeffy, how's it going today? Good. What's going on over there? Oh man. Just, you know, acting up. It's Monday, 11:22. It's our Graham's birthday. Oh, oops, kicking the mics. Jen, it is Graham's birthday. It is. Yep. I'm not sure how old she would be. I don't know. I'm not sure there. I don't know what the number is. Old. Yeah. But she was one of those people that always felt old, even then when you were young. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was like the same forever. Her spirit was real. She always had pep in her step. Like oh you my could see God. the pep in her steps. Like literally, she had so much pep in her step, blew her wig off sometimes. <laughs> Well, hang on. We're we're going to get into all that. But first, let's do a check-in for the week. You got to leave your name. You got to tell me what's up. You got to tell me about your week. <laughs> tell you about my weed. No, my week. Your week. Oh, your your week, Jen. Not your little baby, your little baby bicep. Your week. Uh, this week, Jen. Oh, I will say this. Well, all right. First, at work, Lotto Club. Yes. How's Lotto Club? All right. First, we had the Lotto Club. Okay. That's still rolling. It's doing pretty good. Okay. Uh, we went to the store with our $90. We scratched off. We ended up winning 50 All right. People at work, the guys in the club weren't good with that. So they went back to the store. Then we won 90 All right. Then okay. on our third break, the guy ran back to the store. Again, we had 90 and then we won 70 So now we're at 70 that we're rolling over to next week. Okay. Uh, but there's people at work that didn't want to get into our scratch off club. So they started a regular lotto club. Yeah. Uh, this is, there's only two of us from this are in both clubs, but okay. the lotto club. So we started that. Yeah. And we bought in on Friday. That was our first lotto club bought in. Okay. We were one number away from the jackpot. We won Are you serious? Yep, we won hundred and one dollars. I think we were playing the fantasy five, and we okay. got four out of five numbers. Uh, and had we gotten five, we would have won. I think it was two hundred and twenty thousand or one hundred ninety thousand, 
somewhere in there, but still that would have been, would have been cool to win that much. There's only five of us in that club. Yeah. So Dang. that was lotto club, but we did win $101 and the guy yeah. squared up with everyone today. So that was cool. Nobody wanted, they didn't, I guess we don't roll that money over. I thought oh. we just would have rolled the 101 over by 101 tickets or whatever. I don't know, but they oh. split it up. We each got 20 bucks. Oh, okay. Sweet. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Also, I was over Chuck's house the other day and I seen his bark box and I noticed that his bark box was different. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we get the, the chewers package or something like that. They called it okay. where his toys are different and the dog toys are crazy thick rubber, like that Kong rubber. Oh, like okay. all of it. But one still looked like a pumpkin pie, yeah. but it was really hard, hard rubber. Oh, and it had a spot where you could actually put dog treats into it that oh. eventually when they're gnawing on it, the treats would fall out. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. But then I come home and Jethro had tore into his smashed pumpkin and things like that. Did I already tell you about the smashed pumpkin? He tore that up. Oh, okay. Nope. All but right. That's funny. Yep. Then he, recently he tore his turkey up and I realized all these toys have toys inside them. Yes. Like I didn't realize that. Like when he tore up the turkey, it has like this little spike chew ball thing inside it. Oh, really? Nope. Yeah, like it, it's just a whole nother toy. Oh, like when oh, I he, thought you meant like the ones that like the cookbook, like I was telling you yeah, about the like cookbook. that one, like yeah. the cookbook itself. Uh, he hasn't tore that one up, but I started feeling inside there. If you feel it, they're the, like the squeaker, whatever's in there. Yeah, it's like a whole nother toy. Oh, shoot. So they like yep. already anticipate them tearing into it. And yeah, then, the, so here's a pumpkin one. he tore up and it was like this weird rubber cube thing that oh. he ended up chewing that up eventually as well. Oh, gosh. Oh. But yeah. And then the turkey has like a ball inside it. The toilet paper roll, I don't, he's still carrying that one around. The poo paper, poo, with the ghost face on the toilet <laughs> yeah. paper roll. He's right. still carrying that and the cookbook around. Okay. Dang. So I'm curious to see what's inside those. I thought that That's was kind of cool for the bark box. Yeah. Good yep, to know. This, yep. So keep an eye out for that. Whenever okay. your dog does eventually tear them open, there is Linus like this. Linus is some, a slapper. Like he just slaps the toys around. He just is slapping them. Well, if you get bored with it, just take scissors and like put a slit in it. Yeah. Just like he'll eventually he'll dig out the other toy that's yeah. in there. Uh, this week I watched, did you watch the new Brian Regan special on Netflix? Mm, there's a few on there. Which one was it? Was he it out in the, like the outside? No. Oh, no. This one just came out like just oh. this month. Oh, no, no. I like didn't in, see it. in November here. It's, okay. it's called Brian Regan on the rocks. Okay. Oh, hilarious. Oh, man. I was in the room. Andrea petered out on the couch. We were watching a movie out there and then the movie ended. I'm like, well, I'll go in the room, watch something. So I went there, kicked things around. Yeah. Brian Regan, I landed on. It's only like an hour long, yeah. but I bet you 30 minutes of those. I was laughing <laughs> so hard by myself in the room. Just I don't I don't even know how I long think it's his delivery. You know what I mean? That like long. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. He has gray hair. All of his hair is gray. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But no, he still had, it's just, it was, that was funny. That was yeah. cracking me up. This I will week. tell you like, just as a FYI for even people listening is that one year for Christmas, I didn't want to do gifts for everybody. I feel like there's a lot of pressure to get the right gift and like, you know, you're trying to buy the right thing. You People change. I mean, whatever. So right. we bought tickets for everybody to go to Brian Regan. And that was probably one of like the greatest gifts. I thought like having that experience, yep. you know, instead of like giving something that they're just going to like move aside, right. I'd rather just create an experience. And that was so great. I think, did and, we see him at the Fox? 
Yep. Saw him at the Fox Theater. Yeah. And it's fun just whenever you do see like a, a name brand comedian. Yeah. Like growing up with dad, dad and I have gone and seen George Carlin. Oh, really? Yep. We've seen George Carlin. We've seen Stephen Wright probably oh. seven times. I think from the age of like, I bet you from the age of six until I was 12 or 13 every year in September, Stephen uh-huh. Wright comes to the Meadowbrook. Oh, my God. I don't even small think venue. I went to see him. Yeah, we've dad and I have seen him probably six times. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God, that is too much. Yeah, especially with dad. And it's a comedian that, you know, dad, likes. especially George Carlin, Stephen Wright, any of those. Well, speaking of that. So last week I told you I was going to Chris Rock when he came to Comedy Zone in Charlotte. Yep. Oh, man. So sometimes he gets like a little racy for me, you know, and yeah, I think it's just different. Like when you're in somebody's energy, he was literally like, I was probably like within, I don't know, a hundred feet of the guy. All the seats were perfect. Like um, it was a sold out show, 200 people in there and he was running his new material for his Netflix special. So it was awesome to see this huge comic name and he was reading a prompter, you know what I mean? Like for his notes to like get used to his notes. And so it was just really cool to see like, He's just a normal dude, right? Like he doesn't have it all memorized. Like he's just running it through. He was on stage. I'm not joking for like an hour and maybe an hour and a half, hour 45. Wow. It was, it was long, but it was like a conversation. You know what I mean? We weren't talking to him, but it was just like him talking to us, but we didn't participate kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I was a real big fan. It was, it was a good time. We were laughing and oh my God, it was just so funny. Some of the, and it was funny because there were some times when like we were just dying laughing and then other times where nobody laughed and then he's like, all right. You know what I mean? Like good to know. Yeah. Well, that's why he's probably hitting the smaller venues. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can get a better reaction and gauge things a little better. Right. Yeah. I feel like, too, it's probably it's, you know, a little more genuine, you know, because right. it's like you're just trying to run it new material. Right. It's like, you know, but you're too big for open mic. I mean, you can't Were just tickets expensive mic. for for an event like that. No, it was only thirty five dollars. Oh, that's a good deal. Oh, man. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. But he had like no no phones. So you had to lock your phone up when you went in. They give you like a little pouch with the lock on it and then unlock it when you leave. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which I thought was real cool. So like you're not recording it you know what i mean oh yeah i didn't think of that i thought yeah. so people don't get on their phones or like keep taking pictures oh but yeah, yeah I guess no, so nobody was taking pictures guess it's no. so your people aren't recording it it's unused it's unseen material yeah. so far right. yeah yeah so nice. yeah that was such a great time oh man yeah it was good to just be back out with people too that's been like my first big event since oh no doubt you know like pandemic stuff um yeah, yeah it was good it was real good it was super fun Oh, good deal. Yeah. You got anything else this week? Uh, no, that's about it for the week. Uh, Chuck texting with him back and forth. He's ch- trying to make his own Cheez-Its. But <laughs> who, what? I'm sorry, what is happening? Is he like trying to make you a homemade goldfish set or what the hell? No, he's just, he started making his own Cheez-Its. He's trying to crack that down. Is, are um, they edibles? Or just yeah, regular no, cheeses. Regular cheeses. And that's <laughs> I had kind of the same reaction, but it say it seems it's feasible. It is possible. This okay. can happen. And I started telling him how I want to make my own potato chips. So he sent me the cheese it recipe. Yeah. And I'm gonna try to find a good potato chip recipe I can nail down. 
Okay. That's so I'm going to try to work on making homemade potato chips and I might possibly try his cheese at recipe. If he, his problem is that he's losing a lot of the cheese flavor. He's trying to work out a way to get the cheese flavor okay. in it. I asked him cause they were pretty thick. The picture he sent me, I go, man, those look pretty thick. He's like, yeah, they're about a quarter inch thick. Whoa. I go, man, I go, that's pretty good. I said, I stack about four or five Cheez-Its <laughs> on each other when I throw them in my mouth at a time. He said, no, that you are definitely the demographic for these Cheez-Its then. Yeah. So what if he just made like a, a Cheez-It sandwich, like a Cheez-It? Well, I like, asked him if I go, can you make me a one and a half pound Cheez-It log? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, the outside would be crunchy, but the center would probably be soft. Ooh. So, yeah. the, you know, talking about like people going above and beyond with something else. There's a burger. So there's a place here called Burger Bar and it's got like the old where you like milkshake bar where you sit up at the and have the spinny stools. Yep. Well, they have a burger on there that has a grilled cheese, two burgers and then another grilled cheese, like a full grilled cheese sandwich on both ends. With a burger or two burgers? Two Was burgers there... in between. Jeez, I thought you I thought you stuttered there. No, I'm saying Jeez. grilled cheese, two burgers, grilled cheese. Wow. Guy, yeah. Guy I saw work. a lady eating it. Really? Yeah. You might lady. as well just throw, throw some chicken on that. <laughs> Jeez. The guy at work asked me, he's like, how do you make grilled cheese? He's like, how hard is it? He was complaining about something. And he's like, how hard is it to make grilled cheese? I go, not real hard, man. He's like, how do you make yours? I said, I told him, I told him the grilled cheese. I go, but if you're feeling adventurous, like my kids and I, and then I told him how after you make the grilled cheese, you throw another piece of cheese, the bread, and you keep going. He's like, yeah, he was like, holy Whoa. crap, that's a good idea. He goes, you know what I've done? And he said, now he takes the toast or takes the bread, puts okay. it out right on the counter, cuts the crust off it, rolls it out, then takes a piece of cheese, puts it on there, and then rolls it all back up. I think you roll the like the corners in and then roll it the other way. Okay. And then you put butter on it and cook it just like you would a grilled cheese. And he said it ends up like a little crunchy cheese stick thing. He said he makes, but you got to make a couple of them. You can't just go making one and be like, here, right. Live. It's like you a know. cheese crisp. Yeah. But he said like, he'll make like four or five of those. Dang. Just rolling out. Just cut the That's crust weird. off the bread and roll it up. I don't know what's going I on. You got no time for that. <laughs> said, you, know, you know why I stack the grilled cheese like that? It's not because I want to eat them like that. It's because I'm trying to save time. <laughs> right. I don't have time to be eating three, four grilled cheeses in one sitting. Right. I mean, let's I just, be efficient. Sir. <laughs> right. I'll eat one grilled cheese, three inches thick, maybe yeah. four. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a grilled cheese. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> It's a club sandwich, but you weren't part of the club. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Want to take a short commercial break? We can. Then we'll come back and talk about grams. Yep, that'll work. Okay. Do you want to take your life and health to a whole new frequency? Do you want to find the source of the imbalance in your life? Whether it's emotional or physical issues, there's always an experience or an event that is starting point that has brought you to your present situation. Intuitive healing identifies those experiences, events, or thoughts, and then with divine guidance will assist in the healing process. The body is one of the greatest messengers, 
Listening and paying attention to the symptoms in our body and the things going on in our life will guide us to true answers, solutions, and healing. The Blue Crystal offers intuitive healing and counseling, Reiki classes, and intuitive classes. You can reach out to Patricia, who is an intuitive healer and Reiki master. So call or stop in to set up a private reading or to find out more about classes. You can reach Patricia at 248-800-4248. The Blue Crystal in Oxford, Michigan. Located at 111 South Washington Street, downtown. Don't forget to mention Jennergy sent you. Tell them Jenny sent you for a booby rock. You'll get 10% off your purchase. Minus books. All right. So that leads us into talking about booby rock of the <laughs> week, Jeffy. Nice. Booby rock of the week. Booby rock of the week. Booby rocks. Booby I always feel rocks. like you're always doing it to like roll bounce. Yep. Like I, I always feel like it should be like. I know. I always <laughs> picture want like, to shoot the duck. <laughs> yep, shoot the duck exactly. All right, so this week's booby rock is. Yeah, hit us with it. Carnelian. Oh. This this is one of my favorite. It kind of some of them will look like um they're kind of like a reddish pinkish see through and it kind of looks like like um blood vessels. Okay. So when you hold it up, you can see it in the light. Um, so I'm going to give you, there's, this stone is so amazing. So normally I just read off a few words, but I wanted to give a little more information. So this stone grounds and anchors you in the present reality. It's a stabilizing stone with high energy and excellent for restoring vitality and motivation along with stimulating creativity. So if you feel stuck, great stone. It's also used for dramatic pursuits and has the ability to cleanse other stones. So it imparts an acceptance of the cycle of life and removes fear of death. It gives it gives courage and promotes positive life choices, dispels apathy, and motivates for success in business matters. It's useful for overcoming abuse of any kind. So if you're working on some nice. trauma healing, right. yeah, this is a great stone for that. Uh, it clarifies perception, sharpens concentration, and dispels mental lethargy. What's a funny word, right? Metal lethargy, lethargy. Lethargy. Yeah. Yep. Getting tired. Like if metal makes you tired. I know this is a weird word to say. Um, so this is, Oh, this, this is my favorite part. So emotionally, this stone is a powerful protector against envy, rage, resentment, and it could be yours or others. And it calms anger and banishes emotional negativity, replacing it with love. Oh, so it stimulates metabolism helps female um, reproductive organs. It helps lower back problems, improves the absorption of vitamins and minerals, and it's useful for combating sluggishness and invigorating the body and mind. Nice. Oh, right. Carnelian. Carnelian? Yeah. All right. Yep. And it's a red stone. So great. Reddish orange stone. Nice. So great. Booby Rock of the Week. Carnelian. Yes. Booby Rock. Of the week, booby rock. <laughs> of the week, booby rock. <laughs> yes. All right, Jeffy. Let's talk about Graham. So the reason why we wanted to talk about Graham was today. Today is her birthday, Jen. Today is her birthday. Eleven twenty-two. Yep. So eleven days after corduroy. 
Grams. <laughs> so Graham's name was Avis Davis. Avis Davis. Which is funny because it was her married name. Yep, it was uh, Avis Duncan. Yeah. Yep. Which is funny because then she married Bill Davis. Bill Davis became Avis Davis. Avis. Jen, Davis. this lady has, is the kind of lady who my whole life pretty much drove a VW Bug, many different colors. She had a couple baby blue ones, a couple that were orange. I remember one or two that were white or yep. yellow. I think yep. she had one of each of those. Right. Um, yeah, she just she was the life of the party. Oh my god. Like if there was a party and she was there, she was living it. Yeah, not only that, like when we were growing up, I she would take us to the bar and we would like because she would go to dance. Yep, go there just to dance. Yeah. And but it was like like the bowling alley bar mostly. Um Eagles Club. Yeah. Yep, Places you her, could get down with the palm all and salt on the floor. Yep. She always put salt on the floor. I think it's something about sliding better made her slide better or yeah. something. But if you saw her dance moves, you'd know why she had yep. to slide. She was, she had some crazy. If you could imagine moves. like, uh, like if you're a dancer, you shift ball change and then throw your head back, throw your head back and go the other direction. Is that a Lindy? Like Lindy not, to the right, Lindy to the left. Looks like lead me <laughs> like a ghost yanking her around. <laughs> right. I don't no, know how but, she never needed a chiropractor. I can tell you that much. No, but she also another thing I liked about it is I got to go over there and stay the night. It seemed like I was over there at least once, twice a month on the weekends to stay the night. Yeah. And we'd always go to Meyer late yep. at night. She did her grocery shopping about 1230 at yeah. night. A.M. Yeah. Yeah. 1230 in the yeah. middle of midnight. Right. And they had a video store there that was always open. You could rent movies for a dollar. Yeah. And we'd always get, she would put them in and start them. And then a few minutes into it, be like, nope. But the ones she took out were like weird movies that like, I, as a kid, I was always like, I really wanted to see that. Yeah. But then the movies she let ride, like that we would watch all of were like Taxi Driver. Like, and she'd make weird comments like, I could see you in a green jacket like that. It's like, Graham, he's from Vietnam <laughs> and he's killing pimps in New York. What, what does that even mean? Like, I don't, she's, I just like that jacket. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. But I've seen a lot of like very yeah, visual. She's very seen visual. a lot of inappropriate movies over there that she just let go. Like we yeah. just watched the whole movie. And I thought like at any nude scene or at any of the cussing or the killing that yeah. she just would have stopped it. But nope. Yeah, <gasps> but yep, a lot of Crazy. that over there. I yeah. remember she uh would get she always give me her magnifying glass. I'd go out to play and she'd give me her magnifying glass. And I'd go, I'd go out, I'd go out and start burning leaves and I'd yeah. start burning sticks. And then eventually I figured out that her cigarette butts just would sit there and keep smoking <laughs> and smoldering. So I started making piles of her cigarette butts, yeah, palm all unfiltered. <laughs> And get a whole pile of them going. Yeah. And then at some point I'd start picking them up and smoking them because I realized <laughs> that if I puff on them, that the whole thing would start going. And so I'd try to get all the Paul Mall cigarette butts going. Oh, my God. How old were you yeah. when you first did that? Uh, seven, eight. Oh my God. I feel <laughs> like you should still be coughing from that. <laughs> Her house, too, was the only place before I was probably the age of like. I'd say 14. The only place I would almost regularly get to drink coffee. Oh, yeah. 
was yeah. at her house. She says she always had coffee or we had to drink the country time powder out of the can, like make your own country time lemonade. But yeah. the powder was always a like hard, hard oh. crystals. So you had to like cut a piece off. Yeah. The- or take oh. the spoon and like, <laughs> and like jamming the spoon and then like a chunk would bust off. So you put that in your water and stir it around. But you know what was always available? Sugar. Like she had that like Tupperware container, yep, Tupperware of sugar container that was of real sugar. Soft. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I can remember like over there, I would eat like crackers and butter all the time. Like it was a, just the best treat ever. Like, and she'd let you, she didn't put her butter in the fridge. So it was always super soft and like, yep. oh man, you could put like eight pounds of butter on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. I heard a funny word this week that made me think of that food motivated like oh man my my sister is food motivated that's what somebody oh. said i was like oh that's kind of funny like it's at, like kids at are- work it's, i work i when i'm working sometimes i'll have to go to the bathroom and i'm like you know what i'm not peeing until i get through this process that i'm doing now yeah like if i'm breaking up all this metal i'm right. not gonna go pee until i get that done yeah i'd be like i guess that'd be like urine motivated bathroom your m- bathroom motivated yeah I tend to like probably a good once, twice a day that happens where like, I'm not going to the bathroom till I get to this point. Right. I ain't stopping <laughs> and going to the bathroom and then having to wash and come back and then start at this point. Yeah. Still. Yeah. But I guess it's not like, it's not for the bathroom part of it. It's just for like being done at a certain point. Right. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, Graham's in her pills. Yeah. Huh. That's Yeah. Graham, she's, you would tell her like, oh, I got a headache. Do you have anything for a headache? Or like you mentioned, like maybe you went to the bathroom too many times. Yeah. She's like, Is you, are you feeling okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. And she's like, well, here, take this. And she would open up this little pill case and give you a pill out of there. And all there was, was a change a, purse. Yeah, it was a change purse, technically, that she would keep pills in. Yeah. And this pill looked like one out of a hundred different pills. And what are the chances she just grabbed the right one? Yeah. He'd give you some too that have little marker on them, like marker dots, like a domino, look like a ha- like half a domino, and that was her like system on what was what with a, what had little marker lines. So she didn't have to have the pill bottle or the container. Right. She so just not only are you, like not only did I get rid of a headache, I'm pretty sure I got ink poisoning. Ink poisoning, right? And if you mentioned that to her, she'd just be like, "Oh, put some salve on it." Yeah. She was a huge fan salve. of salve. Save on everything. You broke your arm. Save. Yep. Yep. You know, my, you know, favorite, her favorite saying, at least to me was, was, uh, all ass and no class. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime I'd say something jacked up or do something stupid, which was a lot of times her and I were in public, I just would act up to try to embarrass her. Yeah. And there's no embarrassing her. Yeah. But she would use that as a chance to talk to people. Right. She was huge, socially, like huge into just talking. Yeah. And so like you'd say something or do something stupid in public and she'd look at those people and go, sorry, honey, he's all ass and no class. And of course <laughs> they'd laugh because this old lady's insulting her grandson. And so then it she was would like, use just that. like a pass. Like I have nothing yep. to do with him. Yep. I don't yep. even know what his deal yeah. is. And then she'd use that as an end to be like, but let me tell you this. And then she'd start talking to him yep. about something her and Jinx were doing or oh into or God. Goldie. Yeah. Her friend Goldie. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. 
Yeah, so our yeah. aunt's name, her sister's name was Virginia, but for some reason she was always called Jinx. Yep, Avis and Jinx. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, super funny. Yep. So uh yeah, when when we would go out places, like I would tell her something and she would be like, You a-hole. Yep. And yeah. Then, Everyone was yeah. an a-hole. Or like, yeah. <laughs> you ass. You get that a lot. Yeah, you but ass. you knew if she meant it or not because it was like drawn out, like you yeah. ass, like yep, yeah. But uh, it takes one to know one was always her favorite with me. Like I would say oh, stuff yeah. and like or like people were being crappy to me, and then I'd tell her about it, and she's like, "It takes one to know one," and I was like, oh, <laughs> "But I don't know." <laughs> okay. Have I ever talked about the time Andrea and Graham's first met? Yeah. Have I talked about that on here? Yeah. About the male G spot? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We were That's just talking about that the other day. Andrea and I yeah. were. Yep. It's not how you want you to meet your grams. No. No. And you sure don't want your grams talking to your new girlfriend about the male G spot. Right. Yeah, I think you talked about it on here when you got engaged, I think, when we were talking about engagements and stuff, and then you started talking about grams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, nice. Talk about when you brushed your teeth at her house. Oh, man. So we'd crash over there. And this time, at this point, I was like maybe 16. Yeah. And I'd go over there and we'd stay up late playing Yahtzee. Oh, my God. We played God. a lot of Yahtzee. I bet you in a night, we probably 50 to 70, 80 games of Yahtzee, yeah. triple Yahtzee yeah. every time. You ain't playing some single Yahtzee crap. I feel like she really ride. improved our math skills, though, making us yeah, like we didn't we, use well, a calculator. No, you just sit there and add it. Every yeah, you time. had to like, add it played all up. So many yachts. Yeah, I didn't ever yeah. thought of that. But yeah, that but yeah, that worked miracles on man. Right. And so we played Yahtzee well into the night. Yeah. Watched a movie and then she went to bed. I crapped out on the couch and I got up the next morning and I had a toothbrush at her house and I grabbed the toothbrush. Run it underwater, hit it up with some toothpaste, brushing my teeth. And I'm like, man, this tastes like something. I don't know. My whole mouth felt like it was going numb. Look down, Ben Gay. <laughs> you ass. <laughs> <laughs> you ass. I will say this because I know um, at her funeral, you know, it's one of those things like uh, there were so many funny stories. Like, of course, we were devastated, like, you know, when she passed. But at the same time, like just sharing funny stories with everybody else, you know, especially if they weren't at certain events, you know, like she wore a wig her whole life, our whole right. life. I don't know when she started wearing a wig, but she wore know. a wig our whole life. Right. So I had at least in her 30s or 40s. Yeah. And she had hair, but it was just thinner. And so yeah. she wore a wig and it looked the same. She wore she had a few different wigs, all the same style, and same she'd, style, she'd wash same them color and switch. Yeah, it's silly. Oh. Yeah. So like you'd wake up and on her little uh, styrofoam head, she'd have a wig and then put it up and like let it dry yeah. and all that. So but she had to have at least 22 bobby pins holding that thing on. Right. Like oh, it didn't yeah. move. No one even I don't even think most people knew it was a wig. No, you know, just she just looked like, like she, she got her hair really done kept, all the time. Really kept hair. Yeah. And she would pick it. Remember, she would just like be yep. on the couch picking it like yep. to fluff it up. And so we're at a volleyball game one time at I think we're actually at our aunt and uncle's. 
And when you play volleyball with Ronnie Jones, when he was younger, when you're in it to win it, right? Like it's do or die. It might just be like at a family gathering backyard volleyball, but yeah, it's just a normal activity. And, but he's in it to win it. And he's there to like, make sure he will spike your face off, especially if you're in the front row and he's on the other side. Right. Right. So Grams is off to the side. And he spikes this ball so hard and it hits Graham at Mach five. Right. And it (laughs) blew her wig right off. I think it blew her back in the chair. I think she lost her balance and then it blew her back in the chair, blew her wig off and all like everyone's dying laughing. I almost wet my pants. Everybody's falling on the ground. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Oh my God. But my whole thought was like, Oh my God, all those Bobby pins just got ripped from her hair. You know what I mean? Like that had to hurt like a sieve. Oh, that's yeah. another thing she'd say. Oh, that hurts like a sieve. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But she had some like janky concoctions sometimes too, for like how to fix stuff or do stuff or, you know, like, I don't know. Her you know, polyester also- pants. Going over there and going to Meyer, we would always buy this pizza in a box called Appian Way. And it was the only place I ever really got to eat Appian Way pizza. Yeah. And it has like its own flavor. It's like a Chef Boy RD make your own crust pizza. Oh, but yeah. Even yeah. When you're done, it does not taste like pizza. It doesn't taste bad, it has yeah. its own flavor, but it's yeah. not pizza. Right. And uh, then moved out, <laughs> moved to Ohio. And when I was down there, I started grocery shopping for myself. Yeah found it at the Kroger carried it down there. Oh my God. Yep. They still sell it today. That's crazy. Yeah. Appian way. Appian way. That's funny. Yep. Making our own pizza. Yeah. She was, it just was like always an adventure. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. I don't know. Like, Hey, you want to just go to like the rich mall and hang out? Like we go over to Bloomingdale's. Yep. And just sit outside on the bench and people watch. Yeah. People watch yep. or we go sit inside like malls that had fancy pianos and just sit there like yep. listen to the guy play the piano. Yeah. Yep. But like oh, for yeah. hours. Yeah. I know. But we would literally just sit there and watch people. And she just was like having a great time. Yep. And she talked to us and then talked to strangers and strangers would talk to us. Like we're all sitting right there. And yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And just, right. oh, yeah. That's just or what she'd she run did. into people she knew. Like it always seemed like she knew somebody somewhere. Yep. She also like she liked the cafeteria food at the hospital. So <laughs> even when you I'd pick her up like this is in my 20s. I'd pick her up and be like, hey, you want to go get dinner or lunch? And she's like, sure. I'm like, all right, I'll come by and pick you up. I pick her up. I'm like, where do you want to go? Ponderosa or something? She's like, no, let's go to Crittenden. We'd go there. <laughs> We'd go to the hospital just to go to the cafeteria. Like it was a restaurant. Plus there was never like a line or a wait, right. nothing. It was. Yeah. But she, she was didn't even just go so there excited about mashed potatoes. Yep. The mashed potatoes and the pizza there. She loved it. Oh my it. God. Yep. Yep. That was so funny. Yep. Polyester. I'm surprised sometimes like I can remember her walking so fast. Like, I don't know how her polyester did not catch on fire. Right. You know what I mean? And her and her little <laughs> sporty tennis shoes. Stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good times. Good times. Well, happy birthday, Grams. Yeah. Avis Davis story. Avis Davis. Funny stuff. Yeah. Hurt like a sea of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Well, I guess we'll end it this week on you ass. Don't be an ass. All <laughs> ass and no class. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Hey, have a good uh, holiday if you celebrate. Yep. Ha- 
Happy holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Giving Thanksgiving. For everyone being here. Yep. Thanks, Jen. Thanks there, Jeffy. Ass. Do you want to take your life and health to a whole new frequency? Find the source of the imbalance in your life. Whether it is emotional or physical issues, there's always an experience or an event that is starting. Let me start over with that. Okay. Do you want to take your life and health to a whole new frequency? Do you want to find the source of the imbalance in your life? Whether it's emotional or physical issues, there's always an experience or an event that is starting point that has brought you to your present situation. Intuitive healing identifies those experiences, events, or thoughts, and then with divine guidance will assist in the healing process. Let me do that again. Intuitive healing identifies those experiences, events, or thoughts, and then with divine guidance will assist in the healing process. The body is one of the greatest messengers. Listening and paying attention to the symptoms in our listening and paying attention to the symptoms in your body and the, <laughs> the body hang on i just shot something out of my no, <laughs> let me just let me read that i gotta, I gotta get okay. the, the, <laughs> i had to read i had I'm to sorry. see i'm trying to word it all right you ready the body is one of the great hang on i sounded too happy <laughs> hang on bring it down hold on here i hear it the body is one of the greatest me- <laughs> Did you know that your body is one of the- I can't even hang on. You wanna, you wanna just record it and send it to no, me? Hang on, it's coming. Alright, you ready? Okay.